Nehemiah chapter 9 is the record of a day of rededication. I think it's just a matter of logic that dedication is less common than rededication. You can only give yourself to God for the first time once, but you can rededicate yourself many times. So dedications can't be as common as rededications, which is a good thing for someone like me, because I often need to rededicate myself to the way of God in Jesus on account of having uh, slipped away from what I'd hoped to do the uh, last time that I rededicated my rather unconstant self to God. The ninth chapter of Nehemiah, which I want to talk about today, is a chapter of rededication. It's a grand finale in some ways to the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. It's the end of a long process. After the long journeys and the delicate politics and the forceful leadership and the many obstacles and the enemies and the hard labour and the grand teamwork, after all of that, the people of God have done what looked impossible and they've rebuilt the city of God. And they have stood and heard the reading of the book of God from chapter 8. And now they rededicate themselves to the life of love and service and community and devotion and worship that God asks of them. And it's really interesting how they do this. It is done by a prayer, a collective prayer that the people all pray together. And this prayer on this day of rededication, what gets said in the prayer? Well, it's a historical reprise of the work of God in times past. And it reminds, this prayer does, those who are praying. God doesn't need reminding, you see, on account of never forgetting anything. It reminds those who do the praying that it is God who is the mighty creator of everything that's beautiful. It's the one who called Abraham from the city uh, of Ur in the Chaldean city of Ur to step out by faith. It is God who's the mighty liberator of enslaved people from the rule of a fascist pharaoh back in Egypt. It's God whose patience is equaled only by his faithfulness to divine promises. God does several things according to this prayer. He sees. He sees people. He listens. He listens to their cries. He notices their sufferings. And I love this phrase in Nehemiah 9. It says he earns a reputation for fearsome miracles. God keeps promises, maintains faith, sends bread to eat and fresh running water to drink just when you need it. God is merciful. God is kind. God is forgiving. God is loving. Time and time again, God is the great rescuer. It's a prayer not asking for something from God. It's not a list prayer. It's not a, a petitionary prayer. It's actually a prayer of rededication. It offers the people of God, offer to God their rebellious hearts, their distractible minds, their wishy-washy souls, and their rather low-grade faith. Uh, they offer that. They say, this is what we've got, God, and this is what we bring you. I think that's why I like it. Towards the end of the chapter, all these people admit a rather poor track record. In the past, we've never obeyed you for very long. We often turn from goodness to evil. We've been pretty poor at listening to your words. We've been even worse at putting them into practice. And I can identify with that. I love to follow the God of second chances and indeed 220 second chances because I need them. If you read the chapter as a, a part of being part of these meditations today, see if you share my sense that here are people who know rather well what it is to trip up and to stumble along the way. And I wonder if you're noticing, as I have done, that the Bible has rather a lot of chapters of rededication, and they're similar in one way to this one that we are reading. 
they retell the narrative of the people of God. And that's the basis for rededicating lives to God. This happens in Exodus. Uh, most of Leviticus and most of Deuteronomy are books of rededication. Every time that Psalm number 136 was sung, then the people reminded themselves of the amazing creation of God, of the Exodus, of the Red Sea, of the Promised Land. And we have it here in Nehemiah, and then we have the same thing in the New Testament, where St. Stephen, for example, preaches to the whole Jewish community in Acts chapter 7, reminding them again of the generosity of God in Abraham, Jacob, Moses, Miriam, all the rest. And the very famous chapter of Hebrews, uh, chapter 11, recites the whole narrative of the history of salvation. Uh, a Bible study for you, if you've got some lockdown time on your hands, would be to compare Nehemiah 9 and Psalm 136 and Acts chapter 7 and Hebrews 11 and just notice what the similarities and differences are. So you see, this is my main point from this chapter today, that God is woven into our history like thread into cloth. And we need reminding about this. Dedication to God is always up for renewal. And it may be that the daily affirmation of our gratitude to God, our willingness to walk through life the Jesus way, it may be that which keeps us open to God's love flowing in us and flowing through our lives. I hope like the biblical people of God through the ages, I hope to be the kind of follower of Jesus who rededicates myself often. And I'm grateful here to be part of the community at Holy Trinity because as a Christian community, I think Holy Trinity is good at this, encouraging us and encouraging each other to dedicate ourselves again to giving our lives to God who gave life to us. I found this of high spiritual value myself. I first walked through the door of Holy Trinity in 1983 and ever since then I found the opportunity often presented me to rededicate to be committed again to following the Jesus way of life. Let's be that kind of community. Let's be those who rededicate ourselves afresh daily to God. My Bible verse of the year this last year is from Romans 14.8. It's just been sung in the background of this talk. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die in the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we belong to God. I love this verse because it affirms this faith that every day, good and bad may happen. And big tragedies or little disappointments are always mixed in with the blessings and pleasures of life. And we are trip up, slip up kind of human beings. But through it all, we can choose this. We can choose to notice and to accept and to revel in the fact that we belong to God. Here's a prayer. God, you who led your servants in the time of Nehemiah to rededicate themselves to your way in their shared prayers. Give us grace that we too in Holy Trinity Church in these times, just right now, may rededicate ourselves to following Jesus. May we do it today and every day. Amen.